Hi, everybody. And this is the first of seven archetype episodes, little short archetype episodes we're doing. And because they're so short, we're just going to jump right in. Miss Reba, will you tell us about the first archetype? I think it's the maiden archetype. First of all, archetypal energies reside within all of us. And one that's really prominent, especially in U.S. culture, I think, and a lot of uh, maybe other cultures, I can't speak to that necessarily, is the maiden archetype. Or I think it's, I could be wrong, but I think it's also referred to as the innocent archetype. Um, Because these are female archetypes that we're talking about. And these also reside within the male consciousness too, right? So maidens are usually like, if you want to think of, I guess her name is like for Frick's sake, I can still not think of this girl's name, Rapunzel, which is Rapunzel. But what, what is the movie called? It drives me crazy. Anyways. I always no, thought it was a, Rapunzel. They call it, is it not? Tangled. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Tangled. Yes. Yes. See, yes. You know what I'm talking about. I love that movie. <laughs> but she is locked in I know a exactly tower. She's at the whim of everyone else's desires, but she's like full of life and creativity and joyful and playful and, and very feminine too. Um, but she is mm-hmm. needing someone to save her. Sometimes she is not necessarily the hero of her own story. Well, quite yet. She could be the hero of her own story, but maidens are, um, I want to just like read it. Youthful, effervescent, and have a vital quality. They're usually like free spirited. Um, and every energy, every archetypal energy has a strength. And it. they also have, uh, what would we call it? I don't want to say it's a weakness because it's not a weakness. Uh, like a difficulty. Yeah. It's, it's maybe like a yin yes. and a yang. Like, Yes. Two well, sides it's something that, that together. <laughs> the other side of the coin that doesn't necessarily serve us. You know, like the qualities that okay. Okay. can come about because of these natural tendencies. So when you're so free spirited and kind of naive um, and curious about your world, you don't have a lot of worldly experience necessarily. Um, or if you mm-hmm. do have experience, you haven't like cultivated it. Um, so the other side of the coin for maidens are they can be people pleasers or they can be almost the, the victim of the villain in a story or even for ourselves. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, they can be victims of a story. Um, they're just waiting for life to happen to them instead of being like, I'm going to go do this. I was just going to say that they're like. In their innocence and naivete, are just sort of waiting around for yeah, like life what's to happen come to my them. Way, I guess which instead of can be great. Um, there's a few things I want to get into this. So we want we can be in these maiden energies and these maiden archetypal energies throughout our lives, and sometimes this can be you know we think of a maiden as a young unmarried woman who maybe hasn't had a lot of world experiences. Um, But that's not necessarily so because we can be in those maiden archetypes or that energy throughout our lives and in different parts of our day even where it's like, 
oh, I'm really curious and playful and joyful about these things. And I'm also like, it's like seeing the world through, I think of seeing the world through like my daughter's eyes right now is that there's so much newness and there's so little real experience. I mean, not to say that they don't have experience and that they're only in the maiden archetype. Right. Um, They just have a little bit more innocence than a certain amount of time, you know, the rest of us. Um, But I think that that's the important part is that (laughs) this maiden energy can come in throughout all times of life and all it can carry through. And that doesn't mean that just because you're a young girl that you are always in a maiden archetype energy. So like I kind of alluded to my daughter, Alexa is 15 and sometimes she is one of the, my best mentors. She is able to talk me through things. She's able to reflect and also be nurturing to even me, even though I'm her mother. So she can even have those mother mother energies towards me, or she can be the huntress where she's like, yeah, I know, I do know what I want. I mean, she can change her mind, but just because of your age doesn't mean any of those things. Like, I feel like I have been, I was in the maiden archetype and in a strong energy way for a very long time in a, in an unhealthy way for me in that. Yeah. Anything we've talked about this. I agree. You said people pleasing <laughs> yes. and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> you're not not talking me. About me. I don't know who you're talking about. That's not me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do that. So no. those people pleasing moments or letting life just happen to us um, can happen for a long time. Not that, and and that doesn't mean that it's bad. There can be moments, and that's what I think was so cool about archetypes is just being self aware of. Okay, I'm. Am I being a people? Ple- am I doing this because I want to do it, or am I doing this because other people want me to do this? Is this because what I'm socially expected to do these things? Um, and then after being able to be aware of that and notice and being like, okay, what do I now need to do? Because I don't, I don't want to necessarily always do what people want me to do. You can bring in some of that huntress energy. You can bring in some of that mate, uh, sage or other energies that can help balance us out and propel us forward towards our goals. Like, Maiden energy can be super useful for us to be curious and like about new situations new and get us into those new life experiences because of our curiosity and playfulness. But, you know. At some point you need other archetypes to step in and take over. So it's a very like, I'm, I'm, as I, as I'm learning about this from you, it seems very. Yes. Very fluid. From like this moment to the next, not all circumstances, not all people, not all ages. I mean, it just seems like, you know, sometimes you need this kind of, sometimes you need that curious energy. And then sometimes you need that mothering and nurturing energy. And so it seems like, it seems like we can you know, we're multiple we do, hats, but we do so at the same without time without in 
being conscious of it a lot of the time. And this is <laughs> right. Like I'm trying to think about it and I'm like, <laughs> your face, right? Whoa. Yes. This is, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah. But I think that this is what's so for me, why I wanted to learn more about archetypes is that first of all, I love figuring things out about myself. And not only that, but this is like a tool to evaluate mm-hmm. and then be like, okay, well, is this serving me in my journey? Right. Is this people pleasing behavior? Like, is this maiden energy yeah. serving not me only in that, a good but way? Whenever that I am like, okay, I'm letting life just happen to me. And I don't really want that to be happening right now. Who can I call on that I, who has like serious huntress energy or queen energy? Who can I be like, hey, help me out of this moment in my life or this energy right now? Or can I bring, because all of these archetypal energies are present within all of us. It's like, how can I bring Mm -hmm. that queen quality into my life right now? Because I'm going to like step this shit up and be like, okay, maiden, you got to, you've done, you've served your purpose for today or in this moment. And now like queen's coming in to like get this shit done. And just being aware, it's another way to be aware of ourselves and our collective community. Because what I think is fascinating is we see these role models or these kinds of things in our lives. And for a lot of the time, like, look at how movies are now changing, talking about Tangled or Frozen. Um, You see a lot of these maiden maiden archetypal women becoming their own hero or the huntress or the queen. Mm -hmm. And they're not necessarily needing to rely on someone else. Like, yes. Like my favorite movie, Moana. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually the perfect example of, you know, being a maiden, channeling that huntress energy, you know, getting out there, getting it done. And then, you know, being owning who you are and yeah and being that queen you know yeah me too Damn, i love Moana. <laughs> me too and i think that you know whenever we're watching those things that is also why these stories matter and who is creating these stories and and what are they telling us about ourselves because they're like magnets like we've talked about like we're just magnetically like attuned to those kinds of stories because we see ourselves in them in this big screen, in this big magnetized Mm -hmm. way. And so it's important to be like, what am I putting into my body, my thoughts, my consciousness of who should I be? Who do I want to be? And if I'm seeing maidens only be in this certain zone of, oh, I'm going to be saved and someone's going to take care of me. And instead of being like, okay, that can also happen, but you can be saved by yourself or, you know, a friend or it doesn't have to be a guy on a horse. It can be a a girl on a A girl on a horse. It can be and that, and (laughs) not to devalue that because I do think maidens are usually one of the reasons that there are heroes, right? That someone steps up and says, fuck this shit. I'm going to go help that person over there. And we need heroes and they serve a purpose. Um, but in some kind of balanced state, 
And I think that is a lot of this is like trying to find the balance and then using these energies at the appropriate time. The times that's like, yes, we need this. Right. Right. Needing the maiden for curiosity and then stepping in and being your own hero when when the maiden's job is done or, you know, whatever that looks like. I think I think there's value in and having a community of people around you to bring that awareness and to help you maybe maybe pull you into a different archetype. But I think and maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is how I'm interpreting these archetypes is I don't need anybody else. I have everything that I need inside of me. And it's just digging deep, you know, having the awareness, first of all, and then knowing knowing what you need and then digging deep for that. And I think that's where like magic the real, happens. yeah, we're real work the and real magic work. happens. <laughs> yeah. The mer- yeah. And not only right. that, but it's I both. think that's why, again, going back to why we see these things and we're so magnetized to them in the real world or in stories is that it gives us inspiration to be like, I can live this life and I can do that too. Right. If she can do it and she's just like me, then I've got it somewhere inside of me. I just have to find it. To cultivate it. And this can take practice. And first step is awareness, of course. So now, yeah. (laughs) Right. And that's why we're here. How do we bring this awareness to this beautiful maiden energy and uh, how do we help it be in a balanced state? Right. And having the awareness when it's like you said, not in balance when we're maybe we, we took our curiosity and zeal for life and now it's turned into, um, you know, people pleasing behavior and, Oh, I'm bored. What with my life? What am I going to do? I guess I'll just wait for something to happen. Right. Instead of. Yeah. I'll do that. That sounds nice. I do feel like (laughs) it's very helpful for if I'm in that maiden energy to look to others and be like, hey, can you help guide me? Can you be a mentor to me? Because I am in this transitional weird phase of I want to be curious. I want to be joyful and playful and I am sort of being that, but how do I now get to the next step? How do I cultivate this? I I don't know, something else like, but we need others to help us sometimes and guide us, hopefully in a way that necessarily doesn't make us feel pressured to please them, which I think is probably the opposite of like guidance. Right. It's finding the balance. And knowing that they're not necessarily good or bad, but how can you use them as a tool to the best ability? Mm-hmm. Yes. For where you are, like right at this moment. I like that it's not good or bad. It's yeah. it's balance and out of balance. I like that we're there's no sort of negative connotation to the other side of that coin. It just is what it is. The, you know, it's well, people pleasing behavior. You, yeah. And don't you think that a lot of the times it is what we it is. learn best <laughs> from it, it happening to us 
where it's like, if I didn't, right? Like, so if I oh, yeah, for sure. wasn't a people pleaser for so long and seeing the consequences of that, it may not have propelled me out of that journey. So. All right, Miss Reva, is there anything else that we need to know about the maiden archetype? Well, I think one of the fun things that to think about is like who are maiden archetypes energies that we see maybe like famous people are out in the world today. Um, like, you know, we're we're talking about like Moana and Tangled and, you know, the Cinderella. Those are easy archetypes to label, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them that I think about is Taylor Swift when she was young. And you know, and and how once Taylor Swift was like, I'm not a fucking maiden anymore. She became a part of her own story, and and so seeing those archetypes and how people flow through those, and almost our society being like, "Hey, you're a maiden energy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Trying to be a huntress or a queen, right? You know." So, like, I don't know. I, I'm just curious if you can think of any other maidens that we might see out in the world she's just kind of easy i feel like to to say in that space um i'm not really hip on i think i think people. i think of a lot i think i just more think in reference to myself mm-hmm. you know how i was in my 20s versus how i am now how i was before kids versus how i am now yes cuz kids you'll grow up real fucking fast with kids <laughs> Well, that leads us into what we're going to talk about next is the mother archetype on our next uh Yeah. I think that was so. a great segue and you I just totally did it. To. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting so good at podcasting. <laughs> good job. Pat yourself on the back. <laughs> All right guys, we'll see you on the mother archetype. 